Hello and welcome to Entrepreneur Stoke Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs. I'm Mark Israel, co-founder of Entrepreneur Stoke Africa, business angel, CEO, startup coach, and a human being. And I have the pleasure of being your host for this episode. Today, we have a special guest. You know that sometimes we step outside of Africa, and I think that's the third or fourth guest coming from across the Atlantic, uh, actually from the shores of the Pacific. Uh, and we have Alundas Havens, who is the CEO and founder of Alpha Influence Media. And we're going to learn a lot about him. So Alundas, thank you for being on the show. I'm very happy. How are you guys? Thank you, Mark, for letting me on the show, brother. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm really happy to have you. So I'm in Mauritius. It's 8 p.m. You're in California. It's 9 a.m., and that's the beauty of the Internet, that we can talk together and have this fantastic conversation. I love it. So um, just for the sake of introduction, so can you uh, just tell us who you are? Uh, how did you come up with the idea of Alpha Influence Media, um, just to set the scene? Absolutely, Mark. And, and thank you, brother. It's going to be a little long winded. So I'm going to try to condense it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. one thing I made. I made a point. Um, so my name is Alundis Havens. I'm originally from Fresno, California, grew up there. Um, it's the middle of California. So there's really nothing much going on as in culture wise, you know, they're grabbing from everywhere. Um, but it really brings into a good point of people are conditioned to live a certain way, right? Uh -huh. So when, when I was young, three, four years old, my parents split up from there, fought until I was 18. Um, I always chose the side, you know, moving to each house, battled the court system, you know, trying to move to the other parents' house, yada, yada, um, and found out there was a lot of ideologies in just patterns of behavior that I didn't accept and think was okay, you know, went through a lot as a child, but it was certain things that, hey, you know, um, you start questioning everything. Why yeah. do we do this? You know, the parents say, you can live your dreams okay, why aren't you living your dream? And it's one of those where, you know, as a kid, you're saying a parent may get upset, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's true though. Like if I'm telling you, you need to be doing this or you need to fulfill that, then you can be able to do that. You can accomplish anything you want. And it just kind of was one of those things. You know, my mom went the route, you need to go to school to get a good education. And my dad's like, hey, you can sell things to make money. So I had to both worlds, you know, I, I took that hustler mindset um, it, it got me into a lot of situations, you know, to where I always figured out a way to, to make money or to benefit with friends and kind of just survive, right? So brought me into high school. Um, a senior year of high school, get kicked out of my house, was kind of, oh, what am I going to do? One of my good friends passes away. So that was one of the first, um, it, or excuse me, um, two years before that, one friend um, took his life. So that was big, but I never yeah. really processed that for going on. And then a week after high school, my best friend um, passed away. And that was the one that crushed me because we had breakfast in the morning. We're supposed to meet together that night. And then he got in a car accident. So it was one of those things that first got me, you know, turning the wheels. And it was like, you start to reassess everything in life. And you look yeah. at all those lessons you learned. Like I said, you know, those patterns, certain ways of thinking. And it was just like, I don't want this. You know, I don't want to be comfortable. Um, I know a lot of people are cool with the nine to five and they hate it, you know, and that was one with me was I was always just getting too content and then I would get upset because I would want to get more and more. So that led me to join um, the Marine Corps and I went there for four years, um, loved it, wanted to be a lifer, but I tore all the cartilage in my right knee. And then from there, that was another ah. battle I had to go through yeah. to where it was, it. you know, 
learning to strip yourself from the ego. So for me, it was, uh. hey, you're no longer what you were. Before that, you know, I did 35 pull-ups. I'm running every day, two-a-day workouts. I'm not doing any of that. And it was one of those where it crushed me mentally. I can and, imagine. Um, and, and for me, and, and the way the military is, it's so stressful that people are always leaning on something else. So if, if you meet people that are, you know, been in for a while, they're either working out all the time, they're spiritual, something, because you're going to need that to take off that stress. So for me, yeah. it was, you know, working out, but I got injured. So I started, you know, drinking a lot. And that was one of those things where it was, hey, you know, I picked that up. My parents did it. I was like, oh, this makes me feel better. And in, in return, you know, it, it tore me apart. Luckily, my wife saved me, you know, and my marriage was falling apart. Um, I get out the military, my grandfather passes away, who always cleaned up everything in my life, you know, when something would go on with my dad, he would move in, he would always talk to me. And he was the peace guy. And it was always, hey, that's your dad, that's your mom, don't say anything. And it was always getting me angry as you don't understand. But I didn't realize that meaning that he had where it was, hey, love everybody unconditionally, see them for what they are. And it is what it is. And it was one of those where it was like, wow, you know, and he was gone. So it started to click with me. And it was, what is your influence? You know, what is your legacy going to be? So I started getting it clicking there. Um, and that's where I started my podcast, The Winner's Paradigm, because my mentor, Zach Babcock, came out with a promotion that was $47 a month to join his mastermind group. And I, and I put it on my credit card. I was like, I have to do this. And, and why? Because I never did it before. And it was one of those where it was like, how could I tell people you can be what you want to be? I've overcame so much, but I'm not doing it myself. So start the Winner's Paradigm podcast, which is the first step. And that's where I get with people, you know, when we talk about strategies, tools to recalibrate your mindset. So like I said, you know, when you're in that, whether it's addiction, it's whatever, you're perceiving things a certain way, you're not going to get out of it unless you, you are willing to, right? So that's where mm -hmm. the podcast is based off of. Um, and it was kind of awesome from there, you know, built my way up in the mastermind, me and um, Zach started talking one day and it was, hey, um, hey, I'm running into a problem at the time, you know, um, I was running into a money problem with my job in, in getting a babysitter because my wife and I just have uh, a five month old. So it was hard where it was like, hey, we're paying so much money to where I was making sales calls and watching my daughter when we didn't have the babysitter. And I talked to my job, they came at me sideways. Oh, you know, mission comes first. And I said, honestly, I respect that. But the problem is, is it's not that I'm not doing my job. It's that I'm not going above and beyond because that's what I set right now. Yeah. I need to take a step back from my family. And if you guys can't respect that, I'm moving on. They said, oh, you know, again, try to put the job forward. I said, okay, I'm out, you know, and from there, um, got back with my mentor, Zach, and he said, hey, you know, let's be able to kick something off that's going to help people. We figured out from there, hey, what's the one thing that podcasters lack or that's difficult for them? And that's getting on other shows. Um, I know a lot of times, you know, we, we use these apps, we reach out to people, but the priority is if you're an Apple podcaster, if you're a business owner, you don't have that time to be able to do that. You yeah. don't have the time to sit there, message 50 people, wait for it, you know, and that's where we come in. We fill that buffer. So Alpha Influence Media is all about, you know, connecting podcasters with their ideal guests, but getting them on those right shows so you guys can contribute your message, contribute um, everything you've learned and anything else you're trying to promote. So it's been an awesome journey, kind of going through A through Z, feeling like I'm not going to make it. And then now getting in the room with the person where I'm like, I need to be in with and yeah. now having those conversations. Wow. 
that's I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to ask any any more questions. No, that's that's awesome, and I think that's um, you know what when you were describing your life journey, I think it, of course, it's it's your own. So you know I cannot put any comment that well you went through all those hurdles and you went through them. It probably was very difficult at times, um, but I think that's what entrepreneurs, if I look at the professional side of every human being. So that's where a startup goes through. You know, it's ups and downs, Absolutely. very, very low lows and very high highs. Um, and it's, 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 it's difficult at times, but, but it's, yeah, it's, it's life. And of course, you've got your personal life and you, know, you get married, got kids and everything. So you need to mingle everything. It says, man, I'm never going to make it. Okay. Um, but I think it's, it's just, hey, you know, grind, go through. Um, you know, the light is always at the end of the tunnel, so you just have to grind, but yeah. But t tell me, and, and because so you, you, you build that podcast, and, and we're going to come to that podcast in a minute, because I was kind of, hmm, kind of interested into the theme that you, you, you pushed on. Um, but really, Alpha Influence Media and even the podcast, what, what was the biggest challenge or biggest challenges that you really had to go through? Because building a company, building a podcast from scratch is, is tough. So what was what, what were the biggest challenges you went through? That that's a a, a great question, and I have the perfect answer for it. Um, okay. So it kind of goes with both. I have that same lesson, and it's going to be you know done is better than perfect. So if you get it done, it. then you can be able to go from there. You know, and that's one thing Zach preaches of. And I was always like, you know, um, kind of like starting the podcast. I did my intro 13 times before I accepted it the first time and then redid it another four times after that in three made it to the show. So it just shows how sometimes we have to better that craft. We have to take it. And that message literally translated to starting the company because it was, hey, writing the offer. You know what? Let's redo that. That's not specific. Oh, I think I came up with a name. I was so sought out on two names. And then they said, nope, it doesn't sound like it's going to fit our ideal customer avatar. So how are we going to sell it to them if they're not even appealed to it? Yeah. So then you start thinking of it, you know, and it, it's that switch. You could either hit the ego. I'm better than this. You know, you're, you're wrong or you accept it and say, you know what, you're right. You know, and, and in my case, it was these guys has been there, done that. So why am I going to turn that? But those are the natural instincts some people have. And it was one where I was like, hey, I'm going to use this as a great teaching point because it was one of those days where I thought I put in so much work. I was so happy about it um, on Tuesday, in fact. And we met, regrouped, and it was all that work I did. I need to put some more work in and fix everything. So it was yeah. one of those where it was like, hey, it's a learning process. It's not going to be done right the first time. You may have to edit a couple of times. You may have to put in more research. So it may be picking up a book and reading, watching YouTube videos, you know, whatever it is for you to learn. Um, that's what's going to help you. And I'd say with the company aspect, in my case, being with people who have done it, they're guiding me in that direction where they're like, hey, we're not telling you everything. You need to do some work on your own. So it's allowing me to be able to learn like, hey, we don't have all the answers. Well, we got to be resourceful. Let's figure out what we can learn and then apply it to this scenario. So that's what's yeah. definitely helped me between those two things. Uh, and, and it resonates. And actually, I was, again, I was thinking about a conversation I had with Jason and Joel, and they're probably going to smile in a couple of minutes. Uh, it's, it's, and I love the done better than perfect. It's just, you know what? Nobody has the answer for, for the problems that you've, you're facing currently. They may give you hints, they may give you direction, they may give you a framework, but at the end of the day, you are doing the shit. And if you don't do that shit, well, you know, nobody will. 
so so you you are the owner of your of your destiny somehow but you need to do things yeah it's it's perfect so so let, let me go back on the podcast because um so i went to the podcast i did not know it okay i'm very honest so now i'm subscribed on on on, on my apple on my iphone so i'm going to listen a couple of episodes um uh, absolutely but, but on the um on, on the apple app so and probably on the others as well so it says you recalibrate your mind to mirror the level of success you manifest. You scratch my head and says, hmm, I need to ask Limbus really what he means by that to recalibrate your mind. So I would love to hear about that. So so the reason why I have that in there, and it kind of goes back, I talked about a little bit earlier. um, Sometimes we have these outdated core values or ideologies. um, And and it kind of hit me funny the way I learned that lesson was we can't get mad at our parents or even grandparents for thinking a certain way because they grew up at a different time, you know? So obviously that in, and then you got to look at the media, you know, what was happening in my case, you know, what clicked for me was like learning about Vietnam again and actually researching. It was like, Hey, that was the first time the media was putting out things, saying things are bad about our own service members. Like this was hurting our own people, which makes that go down to their kids and then their kids. So now when you start having these mindsets where you're secure Oh, why do we want to do that? For instance, starting a business. Um, I had some family members tell me, why would you want to do that? That's stupid. And it was kind of one of those things where it was like, I'm listening to them, but I'm really not, you know, and it was, okay, you know, why is like, why would I want to do that if I can just work for somebody, get paid this much? And I'm like, so you're saying my hours, my hour of my life is worth $17. I don't believe that, you know, I believe I'm about a hundred and, and it just goes into this, you know, flip it. Well, you need education. I'm finishing up my bachelor's degree in business management. And it's one of those for me that yes, college is a tool for some and it helps and clicks with them. But for me, you know, I've have a family was in the military when I started now doing it as a, as a business owner. Um, It's one of those things where, yeah, you can apply it. You can learn, but for me, it doesn't bide well. I do better having conversations with people like yourself. Um, So what I'm saying is when you recalibrate your mind, you're really taking all those belief systems that you have, your core values, you're reassessing it and saying, hey, does this mirror where I want to be? So in, in this case, um, I'll say it from like the young perspective. Somebody can be partying, drinking, you know, talk to young business owners that they spend all their money because they're making so much. And when you come from a situation where you don't have that money and then all of a sudden you have it, it's a it's a crazy feeling. So that's why they go crazy. You know, so it was learning yeah. that and saying, hey, that's not who they wanted to be. They wanted to be here. Um, and they start looking at those people and it's, hey, you know, spiritually awake, whether it's religion, it's meditation, they have some form of spirituality there. Um, they take care of themselves, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, and then they're there for their families. And that was one thing for me where it was like, hey, you're putting so much towards the business, you're putting so much towards um, school on the side, you know, trying to make money that I was really taking that time away. So when I talk yeah. about recalibrating your mind it's really looking at those things and it's saying you know how do I get better to be where I want to be and that's where I like sharing those stories with people um, having those genuine conversations so you can ask those people hey how did you do it because right now I feel like I can't do it or right now I feel like um, the I'm real big on energy and people you surround yourself with because that's huge if Mm. you're with a lot of those people like I said you know my own family told me, um, why would you want to start a business? And it's one of those things where, yeah, you're going to be around certain people like that. And that's the reason why, you know, results speak for themselves. Certain people get trapped in this time loop, you know, where they keep doing the same thing over and over. That's why, you know, that's why you have that fear um, is because you've never done it before. So 
I love to give that power back to the people, let them know that, hey, you can accomplish it. You just got to put in that work and figure out, you know, who can lead you to where you want to be. Yeah. And it, it it's actually reminds me of the of the, the, the saying that says you're the average or the sum of the five people you're spending more time with. OK, or Absolutely. something around those lines. So, of course, if you're around people who are just negative and, uh, you know, drag you down, then you will be dragged down. So uh, but it's important to. Yeah, and, and I understand this this concept of recalibrating your mind that you're describing. I think it makes perfect sense. I think it makes sense as well in, in our um, well, it, for our audience, you know, most of our audience comes from Africa. Well, 50% actually comes from Africa. The rest is a little bit Europe, awesome. Asia, South America. Uh, but that's mostly entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs who really want to do things differently. And, and they have to fight actually against uh, the exact same thing that you're telling. You said, because if you, if you come for, a, let's say, a poor family from rural Africa, the first thing is, of course, the first thing is if you're a boy, you will need to take the farm from your father. Uh, if you're a girl, you need to get married. And that's that's your future. And we have got guys who says, no, I don't want I don't want it. So I want to do something different. And of course, the family says, what? No, way. no, no, I'm going to the big city. I'm going to do some studies and I'm going to start a business. And people say, no, no, if you go to the city, work for a bank, you know, very stable job. you got good pay and everything, but they have to fight. And I think that's exactly what you're describing. So it makes perfect sense. And, and, and that leads me actually to, uh, to another, um, I would say, idea and question is you mentioned a little bit so that, that you, 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 you went through a moment where money was scarce. And so uh, and for a lot of, of our audience as well, you know, they are operating on a very low budget, very tight money. So what comes to your mind really are what is your experience when, you know, running a business and you're very tight on, on, on money? So what comes to your mind? What would be your advice there? That's that's another great question, brother. Um, I would say that's the time to double down on your strengths. Um, the one thing my mentors do exceptionally well is they're always talking about getting out of that scarcity mindset. So in that case, you know, where you already know your low on funds, um, that's when you look at it, you say, hey, what am I good at? You know, let me do that better. And then let me be resourceful and figure out what I'm not good at to learn from other people or, you know, be able to use them. So if you have a little bit of money where you're like, you know what, this sucks right now, I'm gonna have to pay somebody um, a certain amount to be able to get there, do it, you know, because if you're investing in yourself, you're gonna learn, um, it may not pay now, but in the future it will. So in my yeah. case, it was being around those right people and it was kind of that. And when we said we're starting the business, um, first time in my life, I didn't doubt it. I said, all right, we're doing it, you know, and me and the wife have a conversation about it. And she's like, are you sure about it? You know, you got this. Yep, I'm good. And she's like, why are you different? I was like, you don't know these guys. Like these guys are serious on what they do and they're proven yeah. what they can do. So I just believe in my team and I do the best that I can do. And every day I do that, you know, and I, I took that, evolved with it. I keep researching in that and you're always growing. So it's one of those, you know, when you hit that point and you're like, oh, shoot, just double down on what you're good at so you can be able to achieve it. Yeah, I think that's perfect. And, and I, I want to bounce back as well on the, on the thing. As, uh, so you got a mentor. Okay, so Zach, I presume Zach is your mentor. So am I correct, correct? Yeah, I'm correct. So, and that's, that's something which, well, I, I used to be in the corporate, corporate world and, and I had a mentor as well, a couple of people I used to discuss with on a weekly or sometimes daily basis. So, and that's, I think that to me, that, that makes a big difference. So what, and again, why, why how can I say that? So, would you advise entrepreneurs and young entrepreneurs, particularly to, to, to get a mentor, ASAP? Uh, yeah, I'd absolutely say that in, in 
and I'll add on to that. So I know in my case, I use Zach, for instance. And the reason why I use it is perfect example. Um, I listened to his podcast initially, and that was kind of how I started learning certain things, learning how he interviews, you know, working on my interview skills. So this was all the things that I was doing in my off time without even having a conversation with him first. Yeah. Um, and it's looking at those podcasts, you know, motivational videos, reading, um, those are all forms of mentorship, you know, and if you can find one individual, whether it's um, online or in person, yeah, definitely have them because other people who are successful and have done things, they're going to want to help other people who are aspiring to be able to do that. So if you're proving that you're putting the work in, you're putting the time in, you're asking those questions, they're giving you the constructive criticism and you're like, oh, but you take it well, you know, those people are going to want to invest in you. So you're always going to want to try to find someone who is where you want to be so you can be able to get there and in this case you know a lot of people are more than willing to be able to help you you just have to find them sometimes it does take time but that's what's awesome now is we have the internet so i'm over here in california zach's in missouri still you know facebook looking at what he's doing listening to the podcast and it's one of those things where it was like hey i built this relationship you know without even knowing the person and then hey you know once i met him um really love your content. You know, you've helped me so much. I started working on myself, you know, working on solving trauma and looking into it. And this was just from listening to the podcast alone and then other ones. So when it comes to finding a mentor, you know, it's really finding that process for you yeah. and finding out who bides well with you. Cause again, not all people are going to work for you. Um, so I know that, you know, like it, when I was in the Marine Corps, certain people were a little stern or they talked differently. And it was just one of those that's not who I'm trying to be. You know, I don't yeah. want to be hundred percent assertive to where I don't have a personality. I want to be myself. So sure. it was finding that person who aligns morally with me and that I can say, you know what? I love what they stand for. I want to be the same. That way you can try to mirror that image, yeah. pick up on what they're doing well. So you can do that well. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense. Great. So, so yeah. So, you know, if, if I, so we're halfway. So, but yeah, you, you mentioned that done is better than perfect, which I love double down on your strengths. You've got a mentor. Um, now, as well that you mentioned in the, in the podcast, so you've got a lot of tools, you know, to help you as well. So could you share some of your preferred tools that you help build uh, your business on that you, that you can share with the audience? Yes. Um, so I'd say for me, core values, um, they mean tremendous amount. And the reason why is it's what you stand for. Yeah. Um, if you don't have any core values or you're, excuse me, if you're not living up to them, that's where it can be a problem, right? And I felt like with a lot with me, certain people I was around, um, they spoke a big game, but they never backed it up. When it came to being there for their families, being there for themselves, they didn't, you know? So two of my core values is true to self, self-reflection. And, and I take that to heart because you look in the mirror every single day when you're brushing your teeth, whatever, you know, but, and you. And you uh, yeah, yeah, but sorry to interrupt. Is, and, 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 and I'm an ex-officer from, from the strategic air command in France. So, and I think that, that, that speaks to me, but isn't it a military kind of way of thinking? Because you've, you've got this, this core basically of saying, hey, you know, we are together. And, and when you're in the middle of a battle, well, fortunately, I uh, hope that nobody fights any, any real battle, but, but you have to develop that kind of core values. Don't you think that's a, that's a military trait somehow? Absolutely. It, it is a military trait. But what also I found crazy was you look at successful companies, they do the same thing. They look at, you know, they take that, that military example and they put it and they say, hey, what is this company founding off of? You know, what do we believe in? 
Um, and, and that's why I'd say I love the military for me because it was structured and allowed me yeah. to see it. So yeah, I lived up to the core values. And then when it was making my own in the business and, and working at different jobs and they were strong on it, that's where I was able to say like, hey, you know, this is what I am. So I talk about that true to self, self-reflection. You're looking yourself in the mirror, you know, regardless, you're speaking to that. That's on your conscience, whether you get it done or not. Mark, you, you mentioned it earlier. No one's going to pay your bills for you. And that's one of those things you have to realize, you know, so if you want to give that sob story of why you can't do something, there's other people that don't even get that opportunity, you know, that are never going to be able to walk, you know, do certain things. So it's one of those things where it's like, do you really want to keep holding yourself back or is what's stopping you? And that's where, you know, that self-reflection part comes in because it, it takes a lot, you know, it's hard for people to realize that they're not good at something, they need to get better. So you need to be able to at least acknowledge that first so you can be able to get to number two and start building that plan to get to where you need to be. Ah, that's that's great. And I love I love that that point definitely. And that's something that, that will resonate a lot. So believe it or not, we're getting close to the end. My God, it's always I'm always amazed by the, <laughs> the fact that you know we spend a half an hour together and then whew, it's already gone. But so we come up to the last question, which is somehow the signature question of our show, which is what advice would you give to uh, or top advice or top advices actually would, would you give to younger aspiring entrepreneurs? Boom. Um, so I'm going to say two things. First thing is going to be start networking. So whether that means, you know, listening to a podcast, getting on Facebook groups, um, you know, maybe reaching out to people who are close to you, reaching out to other people and saying, hey, do you know anybody who's doing this? And, and just learning, you know, having that conversation with them. Um, if it means, you know, working for free from them, or it means proving that you can add value to them, do it, you know, um, you need these connections for people that you can rely on. But two, the, the point is, is, is you need to be resourceful, have answers, you know, call somebody and say, hey, you know, I have questions about this, or how could you help, could you help me on this? And that way you have it. And then two, since you're going and you're aligning, putting yourself out there, just be a sponge, you know, and just absorb everything you're taking in and filter it, hey, does this bide well with me? Um, does this work with what I'm trying to accomplish? Do I like the way that they spoke? You know, is it something I can do better? That way you can take both of those two things extracted and then you can build your own way that you're able to start processing things. Makes perfect sense. So thanks very much. Be a sponge. I've been a sponge during our conversation. So thanks, thanks very much, Alinda, for all your your insights, experience sharing, and uh, and and great ideas there. And and thanks to the audience uh, who tuned up and and are listening. So you've been listening to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs. I'm Mark Israel, co-founder and CEO of the Talk Collective, the company behind Entrepreneurs Talk Africa. And today we had the immense pleasure of hosting, of hosting Halundas, Halundas Evans. Sorry for scratching your name, brother. It's just Halundas Evans. It's, there is an H in Havens and not an H in Halundas. So it's kind of <laughs> tough for me. But anyway, Halundas from Alpha Influence Media. So great to have you, and you'll find the links of the show and uh, his company in the show notes. So before our next episode, thank you for taking 10 seconds to leave us five stars on your podcast app. Uh, it really helps us. So thank you in advance, and see you next week for more inspirations and actions from across the continent. Ciao and goodbye.